All right, Rabbi Osai, good morning, good morning. Let us, let us begin. So we are continuing today in Mesilah Sisharim on the Seder of the Hachzeik program. That's why I sent out the PDF on the chat also. So we find ourselves today on, um, in Parakir Aleph. Parakir Aleph is a, is a long chapter, Mesilah Sisharim, chapter 11. So remember again that Amchal is speaking over here on the Midah of Nikios. And... In this Midah of Nikios, Dramchal is focusing on this concept. The Kios literally means cleanliness, right? And in that, in that Midah of cleanliness, Dramchal is understanding that the goal in life is to identify the negative traits which may reside inside an individual and to uproot those traits from within me. The challenge, of course, that Ramchal is trying to highlight is that sometimes there is negative behavior, sinful behavior that's so embedded inside of me that I'm not even aware of. Not even aware of. In other words, to fix the problems I know about, that, that I can handle. To fix the problems I don't know about, that becomes an incredibly acute challenge. So the Ramchal was going through the two Averas that are the most common and persistent Averas, Gezel, theft, and Arayos immorality, which again, as I pointed out in yesterday's daf, was an in- interesting overlap between what we were learning in the Ramchal and what we are learning in Daf Yomi. So the Ramchal continues and he says as follows. If you're following along in that PDF that I sent out on the, on the chat, it's page 63, page 63. So he writes as follows. Mm-hmm. So up until now, we've spoken about, we've spoken, we've spoken about the two major Averas that people go ahead and transgress, theft, and immorality because of the various appendages associated with both of those Averas. But look what he writes. But there's a third category of sin. Third category of sin. That's after theft, after immorality. So listen to this. Tanamchal says that the third category of sin, which people often struggle with, is in the category of forbidden foods. I will say it's interesting because sometimes for us it's a little bit hard to relate to this specifically because of the proliferation of kosher products, Baruch Hashem, and the availability of kosher products in such a dramatic way. But this idea that Amchal highlights over here is the taiva. Obviously, I will say there's two things that man has a desire for. It's relations and food. So obviously this desire ultimately again for food over here is a big one. Ramchal goes on and he says, Cain, Bein Be'inyan Basar Bechalov, Ochele Vedan, Ve'inyan Bishulei Goyim, Ve'inyan Gu'ulei Goyim, Yayin Nesikom, Ustam Yenom, Kol Inyan Hanekios Bahem Tzarech Dikto Godol Vetzarech Hizrok. Because most if you think about when it comes to the laws of Kashros, there are so many details. First of all, and he goes through the list over here. Trefus, which means obviously not kosher food. Taruvusayin, mixtures which have non-kosher components. Basr b'chalav, mixtures of milk and meat. Chela v'dam, forbidden fats and blood. Okay? Bishule goyim. Remember again, even if a food is ingredient-wise kosher, but if it's cooked by a non-Jew, that is problematic as well. Geule goyim. Even using a pop that has absorptions from food cooked by a non-Jew is problematic as well. Yayin nesach, right? Wine even touched by a guy. Well, actually, yayin nesach refers to wine used in idolatrous service. Stam yenam, even wine touched by a Gentile. So the Ramchal says all of these are things that a person could easily transgress without even realizing. Therefore, the Midah of Nikios demands 
or a level of vigilance and diligence in avoiding these Yisurim. So he writes, Kiesh Tava Salev, Hamis Avim it's incredible. The Ramchal says, and, and in all, in all, in all kidding aside, What's, what's incredible about this piece from the Mishkas Charms is very validating. Because many times we struggle with things and we think that our struggles with certain things represents a, a certain level of weakness. Right? If, I, if I was stronger, I wouldn't have these struggles. And meanwhile, the Ramchal spends so much time focusing on the struggle with immorality. Right? It's validating because when we struggle with those things, which we all do in different stages in life in different ways, we begin to see that this is a natural struggle of the human condition. Same thing says Ramchal when it comes to Kashros. It's a natural struggle of the human condition. It may manifest itself in different ways. In different ways. See, he says something interesting. He says, Person wants to eat good food. That's number one. That's, and number two, sometimes there's a financial component. Why? Because sometimes the availability of the non-kosher items is much cheaper than ultimately, again, the kosher items. We'll say, I'll tell you an incredible Maisa Shahaya. I, I saw someone, I saw someone in the airport who I know, and he said, he said, I, and he was he actually doing hachsik, he was a little bit ahead. We were talking about this piece, and he said, I have to tell you, Maisa Shahaya He said he was at the airport, he was at the airport lounge, and he was getting, he was getting a glass of wine, he was getting a glass of wine. Suppose they, so again, even in Eretz Yisrael, when you're at an airport lounge, you still have to go ahead and check what, what the lounge does. Lounge has a hashkacha for certain things, but still with the wine, you, ha- you have to check. And the guy was like, you know what? It's Eretz Yisrael. It's fine. I really need a glass of wine. It's not a problem. And then like he stopped himself. This is a guy who's a from guy. He's a from guy, a from man. He's like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm, I literally, again, it could be a whole variety of different issues. And because I want a glass of wine right now, again, he's like, I would never in a million years do this anywhere else in my life. And yet here, so it's just fascinating that again, even a person who is vigilant and diligent with these things in his normal life could run into challenges in different situations. Fine. So then Amchal goes on. He says, Here's what's interesting. So it says Amchal, let me tell you why taking shortcuts with Kashros is so incredibly dangerous. Because when I take shortcuts with Kashros, ultimately again, I'm destroying my soul. Now I both say, I want to point something out to you. The Ramchal did not use that Lushan by Arayos, and he did not use that Lashon by Gezel, right? We spent a number of days speaking about the severity of immorality and the protective fences that Chazal made around immorality, in other words, made around morality, to preserve morality. Yet here, Tramchal says that a person who takes shortcuts with Kashras is destroying his soul. He says, V'kach amru, lo titamu bahem what does this mean? Here's the difference when it comes to kashros. When a person consumes something non-kosher, what are they doing? What are they doing? They're ingesting something tame. I'm putting something tame into my body. That's very different than most Averas. If you think about it, when I sin most of the time, where does the sin take place? Where does it take place? 
externally, even even arayos, even arayos, right? Which is which is so severe that Rambam spoke about. But the the avera is klapichutz. It's on the outside. It's on the outside. When a person ingests non-kosher food, what they're doing is they're bringing the avera literally into their body, into their body. So the Rambam says, therefore, and what happens as a result of that? The kedusha. So once I bring once I bring tuma into my body, the Shekhinah cannot reside inside of me. The Shekhinah can't reside in a place where ultimately, again, there's such profound and systemic Tumor. So this is actually interesting. So the Gemara has a little bit of a drush over here. When the Torah speaks about Tarfos and it says, you become impure, don't read it. Timtum means almost like a closing off or an ambiguity. What does an Avera do? In general, what an Avera does is it creates a certain sense of spiritual bewilderment. It, it drains me of any life clarity. Suddenly, again, I'm closed off from being able to see things in a clear and objective and truthful fashion. Again, this is, by the way, this is a general statement when it comes to sin. That the profundity, the power, and the destructive nature of sin is sin removes clarity. I will say, we know this, every, we all know this from our own lives. I will say, you ever have like a period of time where, you know, you're like you're firing on all cylinders. You know, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're davening the way you're supposed to be davening, you're learning, you're giving stuff, you're doing chesed. You have a certain level of clarity in life. Like, the world makes sense to me. My life makes sense to me. What I have to do, where I have to go, how I have to, it makes sense to me. And then what happens, conversely, when I know that I'm doing Averis, suddenly again, everything is great. Everything is great. I have, I have no clarity about myself, about my direction, about my life. And therefore, again, the Ramchal says over here, that halacha when a person consumes non-kosher items, so what ends up happening? So he's ingesting tumah. By ingesting tumah, the shechina itself has to leave, right? That same space that the shechina occupied, now the non-kosher food occupies. The shechina has to leave. Once the shechina leaves, what happens? No clarity. No clarity. Obviously, once the shechina is gone, so what do I have? What do I have? Once the Shekhinah is gone, all I have is the physicality of this world. There's no spiritual lodestar, right? There's no spiritual GPS. There's no spiritual guide, right? So all I have, all I have is the animalistic physicality about me. Now I want to point out, what Ramchal was describing over here, truthfully, is, is in effect with all Averas. All of it is. So I was saying, we, we, I feel like we've spoken about this before in Rabbi as well. The, the real ramification, negative ramification of sin is not simply, we often think what's terrible about sin is onesh. Every hate comes with an onesh. Every sin comes with a punishment. Now again, we saw in the beginning of the Sikhah whether HaKadosh Baruch Hu executes on that punishment immediately, delays, that's a whole different cheshpan. But every hate comes with an onesh. So we often think the worst thing about hate is the onesh. It's not true. The worst thing about hate is a total lack of life clarity. When I sin, 
I cloud everything. Because when I sin, by definition, the Shekhinah cannot exist in that space, at least for that moment. When that happens, I have no clarity. When I have no clarity, that usually leads me to make more mistakes. So Amchal says, that's true by every sin. We'll end off with this. He says, But again, when it comes to Kashros, failure to observe the laws of Kashros is a compounded Avera. Why? So this is the dynamic that he's describing that happens with every sin. Allah has come of a kama when it comes to kashras. Why? Because if a person goes ahead and consumes non-kosher food, they're literally going ahead and ingesting the dvar havera into them. So with every other havera, at least the limut schus, the saving grace, is the fact that is the fact that the Avera is external. But when it comes ultimately again to the laws of Kashros or failure to observe the laws of Kashros, the problem is that now I've made the Avera part of my body, literally, physically part of my body. So whatever negative effects sin normally has, so transgression of the laws of Kashros has a compounded negative effect because the Avera is mamish entered into the core of who and what I am. I will stop over here for today. Continue with this theme of Yerzah Hashem tomorrow. Shkoyach.